hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson. I'm your host. And today with me, I have Jody Barrett, who has just a lot to share with us about the mindset portion around healthy living, particularly mindfulness. So thank you so much, Jody, for joining us. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Yes. So can you just share with us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and kind of a little bit about your story, what brought you to really seeing mindfulness, mindfulness as a connection to healthy living? Sure. So I am, I'll just start with present day. I'm a a psychotherapist and a holistic health coach. And I also teach people mindfulness. I like to say I have a mindfulness based psychotherapy practice where I integrate the mind and the body and the spirit for that matter into my practice. Um, I work at the center for health and healing in Mount Kisco, New York. And I've just written a book, as you mentioned, called Mindful is the New Skinny, 10 Transformational Steps to a Lighter You Inside and Out. And it's all about nourishing the inside in order to flourish on the outside. It's about changing your mindset, dropping your emotional weight, and managing your stress better so you can feel good inside and out. And do you want me to tell you now about how I got there? Because Yeah, I sure. Tell us. Okay, so part two of that question, how did I get there? So I'll go back to my childhood, actually. I was a horrible eater growing up. My nickname was Junk Food Jody. I, my four food groups were Doritos, Sprite, pizza, and burgers, basically, And when I was in my mid-30s in 2003, not to date myself, but yes, 2003, I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which is an autoimmune condition where the body attacks itself when it's exposed to gluten, which is wheat, barley, rye. And nobody really heard of celiac disease back then in 2003 or gluten for that matter. So it was a very difficult time to have that diagnosis, not like it is now where gluten-free is everywhere. Um, And I had to do a lot of, first of all, it was devastating for me at the time, but it ended up turning into a blessing for me because I got to learn all about food and nutrition and how food affects our minds and our bodies and our energy levels and what is being put into our foods because I had to read every label, not for calories and fat 
grams, but for what they were putting into the food. I had to you know, decipher what maltodextrin was and all the other chemicals that were being put in our food. And I had to call food companies and to find out if there was gluten in the foods. And half the time, they didn't know what gluten was. So it was a very difficult, life-changing experience. But it was also the beginning of my experience with mindful eating because I had to literally be mindful of everything I put in my mouth. So I started counseling people on gluten-free diets because I was a social worker, a therapist, and it worked for a while. And then I realized I know nothing about nutrition. I knew a lot about gluten-free diets, but I really didn't know anything about health and nutrition being a former junk food eater. So I went back to school, became a health coach, at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And not only did I learn about food and diet and health, but I also learned about a holistic mindset and what spirituality was, which I knew nothing about prior to that. So being a therapist, that piqued my interest as well, um, in addition to the food piece, and I started studying mindfulness and stress reduction and realized how big of an impact that had on our bodies and our health. So I went on to study at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, and Kripalu in the Berkshires. And I went to the Institute, and I had never meditated before. I just thought I was going to really learn about stress reduction techniques. And we started meditating for about 45 minutes, which was if you've never meditated before, an extremely long time to meditate. And everybody, you know, after the meditation, they were asking everybody how that was. And everybody seemed to be so, you know, relaxed and had such wonderful benefits from it. And I was tortured in, in those 45 minutes. So when you first start meditating, it can really be a difficult thing. So I raised my hand and told the teacher it was the most torture I've ever experienced and I can't believe I signed up for five days of this and thought I was gonna get kicked out. But it turned out that a lot of people in that room felt the same way. So it was the beginning and by the end of those five days, I came to learn a lot about what mindfulness was, why we meditate, and you know how it can be helpful and i was really able to you know settle into it as they say and i haven't stopped since i really integrated into my practice and that's what i'm doing today that's so amazing you know i feel like that's normally how it happens is that we have a at least most of the health or wellness professionals that i know we have our own story and it's kind of like a total change of direction and it's almost like you can't help but share because it's like this life-changing experience that you know the answer to what many people are struggling with and you you know have the solution whether it's meditation mindfulness mindful eating or just knowing proper nutrition and so it's amazing that you really took that experience and kind of shifted your life to kind of serve others in that way well i remember it's funny you say that because i remember when i went to iin that institute and I was learning all these things. This was back in 2010. So I didn't know so much about organic and, and all of these things weren't as popular as they are now. And I felt like I had the key to life. Like I understood a secret. 
And it was so powerful and empowering. And, and that's also why I wrote the book. I really wanted to share this information with other people because it was such, such good stuff. So that combined with all the spiritual concepts that I knew nothing about, um, you know, even in Buddhist kind of philosophy in terms of, you know, life is suffering according to, you know, Buddhist philosophy, but what does that even mean? And it's only suffering when you don't know how to manage your minds properly. So it's about learning these tools that are so powerful that can help you help you manage your mind, help you gain control of the mind. You, you don't have to believe everything you think. You don't have to be walking around being pulled by your mind, whatever your mind happens to come up with, all these programs that we've had you know, ingrained in us since forever. We don't have to be victims to our thoughts. And that is so empowering. And when you can learn to separate your thoughts from reality, it just, you approach life in a whole different way. Yeah, that's just, man, we're twins. I mean, we're not <laughs> twins, but I, you know, so because the book that I'm, I'm writing, um, probably light years behind you from being finished, but it's called Choose More. And it's just about the idea of, like, we actually have a choice for our whole life, our whole health, our whole life. And we should always choose more than what we what we currently are living or what we think we can currently live. And you're right. It's that managing the mind. It's because from everything, our thoughts and our mind will then dictate our actions and our reality. Right. And so, so, you know, it's so great that you uh, mentioned that. So as we kind of talk then about mind and mindfulness, will you maybe just share a little bit about your book and how, you know, mindful is the new skinny. Yes. So I came up with that title because it's about skinny being the old way of being, you know, going towards perfection and being skinny. So in the book, skinny is really a metaphor for that perfection that we feel like we need to be. While mindfulness is more of a inside job, it's turning inward and it's really healing from the inside out. It's more sustainable, it's more compassionate, and it just is an attitude toward life that is so powerful. So instead of really focusing on the calories and the diet and being skinny, 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 which most of us can't attain anyway, it's just allowing ourselves to be with what is without resistance. It's tolerating, you know, being uncomfortable. It's not always striving for more, better, best. It's just allowing yourself to appreciate and have gratitude for what you have in this moment. It's really coming to life with this compassion. And in the book, I kind of outline five different areas of your life to change your mindset. So in the beginning, I talk about um, self-care and self-compassion, which to me is the first step, being kind to yourself, noticing what kind of thoughts you have in your head? Are you beating yourself up? How do you speak to yourself? How do you relate to food? How do you relate to your body? And what are you saying to yourself? And can you be your own best friend? Then I go into mindful and healthy eating, you know, learning to listen to your hunger cues instead of, you know, I must eat, you know, at this time, at this time, at this time. It's eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full and more about whole healthy foods and eating mindfully, really, paying attention to what you're putting in your mouth. Then I go into stress, 
in the mind and the body, mindfulness um, and meditation in your mind, and also how to process stress through your body by really, we usually live from the neck up. So this is sort of getting in tune with your body by noticing when your shoulders are hunched so you can relax them. Noticing, you know, it goes in tune with the hunger cues and, and just feeling your body and your intuition. And then um, uh, relationships and forgiveness is the last piece. But before I go into that, it's really just about changing your perception, shifting your mindset, how to deal with our old programs that we've internalized since forever and, and changing them, Set, resetting the default. So it goes into different areas. And in the book, I also have a meditation and resource area where you can actually click a QR code or click a link if you're on the Kindle version. And it goes to this whole meditation visualization area where you can listen to the meditations. You could download um, recipes. You can get tips and other downloads in there as well. So there's a whole bonus section to the book that I added in there. So... Such a great yeah. resource yeah. and such great like areas, you know, starting with self-care and compassion and mindful and healthy eating, stress and mind embodying relationships and forgiveness and just really coming back to the point where, you know, love what you said, we can reset our default. And, uh, you know, understanding that I think one thing that I share with my clients that, you know, maybe a thought pattern or habit served us in one point of our life, mm -hmm. but we can choose for change it because it's not serving us anymore, you know, and so... Um, being able to always get to that point where we reset that default because what works for us now in this season may not work later. And so that's um, right. being okay. And it all starts with creating, it starts with creating an awareness because if you're not even aware of your programs and your default and what you're thinking and, and your patterns, your negative patterns and your habits, you're not going to be able to change them. So the first step through mindfulness is creating an awareness without judgment. So when you're not judging yourself or beating yourself up, you can actually notice these things and look at them and change them. But if we're so defensive with our egos, no, I don't do that. Or, you know, if my husband says something to me, my immediate, you know, in a, a critical way, my, you know, our immediate response is, no, I don't do that. Or what are you talking about? Or, you know, you do this. We're just so ego defensive. But if we can actually listen to what somebody else is telling us, and ponder it and say, huh, do I do that? You know, without being defensive and really listening to what people are saying. And it's, you know, they're like a mirror for us. And not beat ourselves up over it. Like, huh, I'm just really like that because I grew up a certain way based on my experience and my programming. This is how I am. And now I can mindfully decide to change that. You know, and we tell ourselves these stories. I'm a junk food eater, right? Or I'm a this, or I don't do this, or I do do this. And we can change any of those patterns if we are mindful and aware of them. So true. So say if someone's listening and they're like, wow, they're describing my life and my thought pattern about, you know, my journey, how I think about myself and even how I view my healthy living journey. What's one like tip or piece of encouragement you can really offer to them? We're listening. Well, I, I would say stop striving for perfection. Be kind to yourself. Um, shifting from 
you know, I like to say, I have on the back of the book, actually, a joyful life is not the result of perfection and judgment, but of compassion, compassion for yourself, compassion for other people in your life, because we're all just human doing the best we can, and compassion for your daily experiences. We can't control, you know, all the challenges that come our way, but it's not about controlling them. It's how we respond to the stress and anxiety in our lives. You know, I kind of say that when I was writing this book, I experienced so much stress and anxiety, and I wasn't trying to get rid of it, but because it's there, but it's being kind to myself and acknowledging like, yes, this is stressful. It's okay to be anxious. I don't have to push it away. I can just tolerate it and allow it to be there. And that's what meditation and mindfulness really helps us with. It's just increasing our capacity to be uncomfortable. So don't push things away by eating and taking a pill or having a drink, but like allow yourself to be with whatever is coming, whatever feelings are coming up and having compassion and kindness for yourself around that. Such a great tip. Yet, you know, it seems simple, but yet it can be one of the hardest things to do. But, uh, you know, it's learning to love ourselves again and learning to really accept ourselves again. So that's such a great tip. It's a whole brain retraining. Exactly. It's not just hearing it. You have to do the work, right? You have to retrain the brain to focus on the positives, on the good things, on what you're grateful for. Mm -hmm. It's a complete rewiring of our programming. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just giving ourselves, you know, our, you know, continually to allow grace and compassion to be that thing we run to. So, you know, if people wanted to, um, you know, what do you do other than, you know, you wrote this amazing book, you know, you're a psychotherapist, you're a holistic health coach. What is it like to kind of work with you Um, you know, what are your services and so forth? Well, it's awesome to work with me. No, No, you're right. It is. No, it is. It's really great. No, No, it's awesome. I couldn't help it. You set me up for that one. Um, Okay. So what is it like to work with me? So I I see clients in my office. Um, If you're in, you know, if anybody is in the New York area, I do see clients in my office, but I also work with people virtually. And I find that, I I think my greatest strength is that I'm very authentic and relatable. I'm not very preachy and I'm very self-deprecating at times and I'm not intimidating to people. And I like to just bring this information to people who wouldn't otherwise seek it out. So I just want to be this regular person who's struggling right along with you. And, and that's really what I am. So (laughs) that's where the authenticity comes in because we're all just doing the best we can. And when, you know, for example, I had a client who came in and she was just sad, you know, she was feeling depressed. She was feeling a little sad. And I was like, okay, so be sad. That's okay. You know, because she's trying so hard to be happy that it's okay, let's just be sad and, and, and you know, create that room and space. And as soon as I said that, she said to me, I feel better already because it's like we're, we're programmed, we have to be happy, we have to you know, do more and strive and be better. And it's just like giving someone permission to be who they are and validate their experience is so powerful. And that's really what I do for people. Mm, that's so great, so great. I'm glad that you affirmed your own self and saying I'm awesome and look, it's good to work with me. <laughs> uh, so say if people wanted to um, kind of keep in touch with you, 
where can they find you on social media, you know, your website and so forth and your book, where can they get a copy of that? Okay, great. So my website is jodybarretts.com, which is just my name. My book is Mindful is the New Skinny. It's on Amazon in Kindle and print version, or you can go to my website. There's a link to the book there as well. On social media, on Facebook, um, Mindful is the New Skinny with Jody Barrett's. On Instagram, it's just Mindful is the New Skinny. So I have a freebie on my website on jodybarrett's.com, which is 10 reasons why you're not losing excess weight, something mm -hmm. to that effect. Yeah. And, you know, some of those reasons are shocking to people. So I encourage you to check it out and mm -hmm. um, get in touch with me. And I have scheduling through my website as well. If somebody does want to do Skype with me and I'm mm -hmm. just so happy to be here and that you've had me on. Yeah. No, thank you so much. Yes. Everyone, please go and check out all of Jody's amazing resources. She also has a Facebook group, which I can um, make sure I link in here too. It's mindful, mindful moms. Right. Yes. Mindful moms. Thank you for right. mentioning. Moms. Yeah, I know we have so many social media channels. It's like <laughs> yeah. pick and choose, you know, so, exactly. uh, but thank you so much, Jody, for really joining with us and sharing your heart with us today. Thank you. I really love being here. Okay. Thank you so much. So everyone, make sure you go and check out the corresponding blog post to get all the links that Jody offered and um, stay tuned for more to come. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast, and I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode. Bye.